0: What would you do if you were randomly stranded in an international airport and had to live there for an unspecified amount of time? We'll dive into that as we discuss the 2004 movie, The Terminal. Joining for our second go-around is Stephanie. Hi. And now, is it really a podcast if we don't invite this person on?
1: Hey, everyone. It's
0: Rachel. I'm Chad. I'm Matt. Buckle up, sit back, and relax. Grab your favorite drink and enjoy the 137th episode of your award-winning podcast. We used to talk about this at work. Stephanie, how are you doing?
2: I'm pretty good. I'm just hanging out, doing my thing here in Canada. Getting used to the cold weather again.
0: So, um, you watching new anime? Uh,
2: not necessarily new, but since the last time we talked, a new season started. So, we're working through Dr. Stone currently, the new season. Uh, and have been watching new episodes as they come out every week. So, we actually just watched the newest episode today.
0: Uh, Chad and Rachel, are you, are you familiar with Dr. Stone? Fuck No.
3: I thought um, she was talking about like some pulpy adventurer type stuff. No. Like no, like no it it's Doc about
0: searching. um how do I don't want to describe it? It's basically like the regular world, but then it gets quote unquote frozen over and um what's the word I'm looking for? Um like em- enough time has passed, you know, trees is overgrown, there's no more buildings and blah 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 blah. But then you have one kid who is super smart who we'll just say he defrosts basically. Um and he has t- I don't want to describe it. He ha- I won't say he has to build up civilization again. Like, type of by, thing. By like what sex?
4: No. No, <laughs> no. No.
2: Like um the entire world gets like turned to stone, like petrified turned to stone. And then he has to basically unfreeze everybody, but because it's been thousands of years, there's no technology, there's no civilization, there's nothing. And so he's basically starting over. It's it's like a, not prehistoric, but like hundreds of thousands of years ago time. And he's trying to bring them back into modern time with what he knows from when
3: so so do they explain like what turned everybody to stone
2: eventually but it's a mystery initially
3: okay no that's what i'm getting at like it was it just like this is something that we don't address or it's like no no this is like the overarching mystery of the show
2: well so like the over like we don't know initially what turned them to stone but we're learning like like how it happened if that makes sense like we still We're learning, like, the science and, like, the tech behind it, but we still don't know who actually did it or what did it or the initial I got time. I
4: got
2: yeah. To,
1: do we learn as the character learns, or do we as an audience know more than the character?
2: In my head, we learn as the character learns. Uh, but there is, like, a comic series that it's based off of, so I'm sure that they're farther ahead in their learning than the... Than the anime version is or the tv version is
1: gotcha
0: one thing i enjoy about it is his science stuff is not fake science it's real science and they actually teach you like the real science on how he does the how he builds different stuff for like quote-unquote cell phones and things like that it's real science how he does things
4: mm-hmm
2: and it and they kind of make light out of it. It's a bit like comedic the way they do it too. So it's it's not just serious the whole time. It's got a fun little comedy aspect to it, which is nice.
0: Right. Yeah. But um, besides that, you was watching Mrs. Maisel.
2: Mrs. Maisel, I'm watching. Um, well, I'm re-watching it. Uh, so I'm, I'm about. I'm still in the first season, maybe seven episodes in. Um, we actually actually paused it halfway, halfway through an episode to come hang out with you guys. Oh um, thank you.
0: We'll yeah. we'll appreciate that.
2: You know, it's fun. Um, and then so we're just working our way through. Uh my partner hasn't seen it yet, so I'm Introducing him to it. Trying my dog has a wiggly butt and she's moving you the computer. Yeah.
3: Initially I thought you were turning the camera to him, but then I was like, no, I can see your hands. What's happening? No, no.
2: <laughs> she she Rachel can attest. She goes butt first towards everything. So she's <laughs> her butt up against the computer yeah. and hmm. making it go sideways. Um but yeah, so we're working our way through. We're still in the first season. Um, but entertaining, lighthearted, that sort of show. It's always nice to go back to. Um You give a
0: brief synopsis of it.
2: A brief synopsis is um, this, it's set in, I believe, the 1950s or so. And there is um, a housewife who, um, in in the first episode, her husband says he wants to separate from her. And so um, she, um, in her emotional state, ends up going up on stage and does an off the cuff sort of comedy spiel for about 10 minutes and then the the whole series is kind of about how she progresses as a comic through her divorce and everything that's going on and it's um it's fun because there's it's uh also got a lot of um sort of Jewish aspects to it so and it's not like a very in-your-face kind of thing so much as just mentioned on the side and it's just a fun little added piece to the whole thing. Um,
3: Can I ask so, a question, Stephanie? Yeah. What is your um, opinion about folks that um play Jewish characters that aren't Jewish? Specifically <laughs> char- Rachel Brosnahan. Not,
2: yes, I agree. Yes, yes. Um, I don't... Well... On the whole, it's not my favorite thing.
4: Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. Um, I would like, I do believe most of the people who are cast in that show as Jewish are actually Jewish, but the main character is not, or the lead actress isn't.
3: Is, isn't um, Tony Shalhoub not Jewish?
1: Yeah, I don't think I, he's Jewish either. Which one is that one? Her dad. The her, yeah. Really? He's not? No. Yeah. I haven't looked
2: into him, so maybe he's not.
3: Oh, um, also, um, Matt, this woman, the lead of this show, is about to be Lois Lane. Really? Oh.
2: Yeah.
1: That'd...
2: Um. So it's not my favorite thing that they aren't Jewish. Um, but <clears throat> I don't I, I'm
3: just that. I'm just asking because we gotta stay on topic because this is a Hanukkah episode.
2: It is a Hanukkah episode, technically.
3: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hanukkah. Hanukkah's right now, I think. I didn't look at the calendar before we hit record, but Hanukkah's right now.
2: Yeah, it's coming up. Yeah. um, Started to some yeah It is right is it, now, huh?
3: Yeah, it is right now, Rachel. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes.
2: Okay. It is. Happy Hanukkah, everybody.
3: Happy Hanukkah yes, to you, too. But, yeah, we'll get to that. I'm sorry. I got us off topic. But I was just curious, since we're talking about the show.
2: Uh, it's not my favorite thing, but... Um, I mean, I can't change who was, who was cast. I will say she does play it well. Like I don't sit there and think that she's not Jewish when I watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, So at the very least she knows what she's like, she's studied what she's like the part yeah. that she's playing, yeah. which I appreciate. Um, And definitely the writers and everything have that background. So there is
1: an authentic sort of script and everything coming to it, which I appreciate as well. Um. And the person who ends up being her manager is
3: Alex Borstein. Yes, yeah.
1: in real life.
3: Not yes. TV.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, she was also. It feels kind of like a sidestep, but not really. It's like the, sh- the, the yeah, writer, uh, the writers of Mrs. Maisel are the writers of Gilmore Girls, and mm-hmm. that the actress that plays her manager. Um, i can't remember her name off the top of my head they wanted to
3: alex Borstein. yeah
4: yeah
2: yeah she was originally cast as suki in gilmore girls
3: what and,
2: yeah and so like they they have the they, they they recorded the entire first episode of gilmore girls and she was suki And then they had to recast her because, I don't know, she got another job or something, but she couldn't be Suki, so they had to recast her. And then Mm -hmm. they ended up bringing her in as little minor characters throughout the series. Uh, And they would- she was like a
1: harpist. Yeah, she was
2: Drella the harpist. She was the wedding dressmaker at some point. Um, uh, But so they liked her so much, they tried to keep bringing her back in. But I think that was a big reason why they wanted her in this show was they wanted her in the in Gilmore Girls as well.
3: Um, also, to to bring it around, she's Lois Griffin. Oh, really? Yeah, Family Guy.
1: Oh. Uh, yeah.
2: Yes, I I know her from uh uh. Mad TV. No, <laughs> from the Lizzie McGuire
0: movie. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: Never seen it before.
1: It's okay. I don't know if you'd check out. You'd enjoy it.
4: I'm sorry. Um,
3: I didn't. I didn't grow up a. Uh, well, I I did grow up a millennial girl, but I didn't. I didn't I didn't. I didn't see, see the Lindsay. The okay. Lindsay movie.
2: That's okay. Yeah. She was like um, like the, the the Italian teacher or something that they they went to Italy with in the movie. Mm. No, that's what I, I, I know totally her from.
1: Totally forgot about that. That's really funny. <laughs>
2: yeah. That's what I knew her from.
1: Yeah.
0: Hmm. Alright, you also checked out The Marvels. I did. I watched we well, all seen it.
2: Thanksgiving, and I didn't know if you guys had an episode about it, but I figured I'd at least pipe up for a hot sec. Yes, what
0: yeah, do you yeah. think about it?
3: Also, yeah, Rachel hasn't shared her thoughts about it either, so yeah, you guys get to hash it out.
1: Okay, um, well, let's Stephanie go first. She brought it out. I think... They
2: had a wonderful opportunity for a female lead um, Marvel movie and it felt botched to me. (laughs) Particularly, oh, I mean, particularly like the last 30, 45 minutes of the movie just didn't seem very well thought out, produced, written. I mean, acted was fine, but just it was very jumpy and not quite a story that I thought was as fleshed out as it could have been um and they had to me they had lots of opportunities to make more of three female marvel characters coming together
1: and they did not that was me so i guess i'm in the minority because i really was entertained by it um i do understand like the points about um there wasn't as much character development as there should be. I had issues with the ending. Like, there were certain things where I was like, they could have done this better. But, like, overall, I thought it was fun and funny. And I was just, I was entertained. So, um, I'll give you that. as much as you can be in, like, this formula, you know, movie, I I liked it better than other Marvel movies I've seen.
2: I'll give you that. I was entertained by the deliver, like the way the show, ran- the way the movie ran. But towards the end, it just felt very yeah, rushed, incomplete. We... I, it, I didn't leave the theater feeling as good as I did initially when I came in. If that makes sense. Mm.
4: Can we but do as spoilers? As the whole, I thought it
1: was decent. Hmm. Oh, okay. Um. Now I was just asking if we could do spoilers. So like. At the ending I didn't like how um Rambo was on the one side instead of on the other side fixing
4: the well, r- was broken. R- a rift or mm-hmm. something. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like why did she have to be on one side and stuck there and not on the other side? I nobody explained that. I didn't understand that. And she she could have easily stayed in her own world. But I guess that leads us to a sequel well yeah, that's where it, the, it won't be a sequel you know scene came in, right
2: like it, it finally brings in that set of the marvel universe which is nice um that i i the where i started getting particularly thrown off was when the main um antagonist like that whole scene where she ended up dying the first of all the movie in general is really short so i was surprised that she died so soon and then the way it happened was just very abrupt yeah. and just mm-hmm. it didn't seem like the the plot or the storyline felt complete like it just was just cut off um to me and then how they then tried to follow up the rest of the film just didn't seem complete either so it just kind of felt very skittish and
1: yeah <laughs> makes
0: sense yeah i appreciate that um because when me and chad said we didn't like the movie we you know people were like oh you hate women and things like mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. now we got a woman on who said nah this movie wasn't good
3: so we we need we need stephanie to come up here as our as our hype woman to say right. all <laughs> the the anti-woman things that we will get canceled for
2: Right. Oh, you know. You right.
3: know. We're we're slowly putting together our Alpha Male
0: podcast. Mm-hmm.
4: <laughs> Gosh. All uh,
0: right. Also, Strange World.
3: Boo.
2: Yeah. Do you guys know what that what that movie is?
3: Oh, I saw that shit in the theater.
2: Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Um my when I was home for Thanksgiving, my cousin told me <clears> about <throat> it. Um, so I downloaded it. Um I downloaded it to watch on the flight home
4: mm-hmm.
2: and actually quite enjoyed it. I don't know what I was expecting it to be, Um, which might have been part of it. Um okay. I have to sit and think about it for a hot second, though, and remember exactly what happened. But
3: Wow. So that shows how good it was, huh, Stephanie?
2: It's been a week, man. It's been a long week.
3: It's that memorable.
2: Yeah.
3: You, you remember Captain Marvel. Oh, sorry. The Marvel's like the back of your hand, but you're like... So sh- I saw this movie, but I remember
2: um... feeling well. So I just I had a much more pronounced emotional response at the end of the Marvel movie than I think I did this one. Um, huh, men?
3: <laughs> what about? Uh, men? He said, "What about men?" <laughs>
2: um, I didn't dislike Strange World. Um, I knew the big twist that was coming i knew that that was going to be the twist i just didn't know how it was going to play in
3: like it was spoiled for you or you figured it out
2: uh my cousin had mentioned it when she was telling me about the movie so i knew generally where it was heading but i didn't know how it was going to play out so that might have been part of it um i I, I in general I appreciate the sort of commentary it was trying to make on um, the environment and communities and being aware of what you're doing and and who you're affecting when you're doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I appreciated that and the it feels kind of kind of like a side note, but it's related. We'd also watched um, for me I'd rewatched it, the uh, Inside Out. And so we were—we mm-hmm. had been. That's where we got to this topic of conversation. We we're talking about these Pixar movies that seem to be discussing a lot more. Um, I don't want to say higher level, but um, topics that are, at least when we were growing up, that weren't really discussed in animated films for kids. Um, so I, we were just kind of talking about the different discussions that these films were trying to have with their audiences
3: so uh, did you it. get a chance to see encanto or raya and the last dragon uh, there's one other disney movie that's escaping me right now
2: Luca was the other one that came out around that time and there was turning red
3: yeah turning turn red, red. Like, Yeah. so like my issue with strange world was that we just kept getting disney movies about generational trauma one after another
2: I, that makes sense i didn't watch them all at the same time when they came yeah. out so i didn't process it that way yeah um, but that makes sense if you're actually watching them as they're coming out yeah i'm right. i'm excited for the second inside out movie even if it is about traumatic things so
3: yes we will see what young rally is up to in these teenage years what, what goes on in, in teenage girls brains right I don't know. anxiety. Oh yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, anxiety is the new one, but I feel like in one of the trailers, am I crazy to think that they also add like show that like she's gonna start going through puberty and that's a big shift with all the emotions that are going on. Do that I that makes
3: sense for you know the age range that she's gonna be
0: in.
4: Yeah,
1: and I oh, think they're they adding. They gonna hate that. They were adding more than anxiety too. I thought they were adding like. Four more? Thriller, they're at, four they're, more? Yeah. Probably. They're
2: adding a handful more, but on IMDb, they've only listed anxiety so far as being okay. cast. Hmm. Which That's, I assume yeah. is different because I assume it's already been, like, I assume they're in post production at this
3: point. Yeah. But, yeah, they, you know, they, they're probably, you know, it's probably part of the ad campaign to slowly drop the new release. emotions until the, the release of the film.
4: Right. That's what I would think.
3: But also, I, ag- I agree with you, Matt. But also, you can't do anything
0: without the internet being mad. Right, because first thing I thought about was the whole turning red stuff when they were saying it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, so, you know,
3: nobody, nobody wants to hear stories about girls. Oh. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: No. Yeah. So that's what's going on with me. That's what I'm watching currently. Well,
0: mm-hmm. then that got me thinking, so that uh, how is... Uh, I can't think of the name. the The women spiders. The madam women something. Spiders. I mean, that's that though. No, I'm saying Web. then. Madam Web is that yeah. her name? I don't know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, Amen. So that means that won't be doing good because the internet don't like women. Right? Why
3: does? Why do we need a movie filled with women? Yuck! Right? I agree I heard- to
4: disagree.
2: Yeah, I, I I disagree with that, although which I assume is chasm. But yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> with the Marvel stuff, I had been having a conversation with my dad and my uncle about how, with all the writer's strike stuff, they weren't able to advertise it as much, and they didn't put as much funding in it into it to begin with, which is disappointing. Um,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, like, I just feel like. <clears throat> I do agree with you that this movie would have probably made a little bit more money, but like this year specifically, people have not been thinking that this Marvel formula has been cute anymore. Like Ant-Man made money, but like consistently people were like, this movie is is trash because nothing happened, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, secret invasion like what are we doing here guys there was something else that came out that wasn't loki right or am i uh, people like guardians
2: yeah but i don't know if that was i enjoyed season two of loki
3: yeah i i was like i i I don't I'm, i'm just tired you know
2: that's that's what i think we're very the market is very saturated with marvel currently so yeah it's getting it's got to be something really big for it to hit. I think at this point, right. as opposed to what was it, twenty fifth twenty eighteen when Endgame came out. Endgame.
3: Yeah, I mean as a result, they're only releasing one movie next year. Really? Yeah, like they're really like taking a hard look at what they're doing now. Granted, we're gonna still get some trash on um Disney Plus, <laughs> but that's mostly because like they filmed a whole bunch of shows that they gotta figure out what to do with.
0: Oh, is it's Young Young Avengers t- going to be a TV show or a movie?
3: I, I don't know, but you know, we got that um with the Deaf Woman. Echo Echo. Yeah. And then um What Elf comes out the week of Christmas. Um, you know, they filmed all of Agatha and
4: Oh, that's
3: right. Uh, oh, remember <clears throat> Excuse me, sorry. They um Ironheart, that's done. That's been that's been finished for like a year and a half.
2: And they just haven't released it?
3: Right cuz like people don't want to watch these shows. Ah.
0: Uh. That's what I'm boiled down to. It's saturated market, time delay cuz we liked when we when Loki 1 came out, we enjoyed it. Yeah. I I tried to watch the first episode season 2 like a couple weeks ago and I was like I just don't care anymore. And like Cap, what was the TV show with uh Falcon oh. and Winter Soldier? Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just read something the other day where they said that takes place three years after Endgame. Hmm.
3: Okay. Wait, three years? I thought it was a couple of months.
0: No, they said it takes three... Uh, the thing I read, it was three years after Endgame. Uh, uh, uh,
3: it
2: took him It took him that long to, to choose to take up the mantle?
1: The captain? Right. The
3: right. I mean, they also, they, they just, they don't know what the hell they're doing. They're like, oh, the people won't remember what happened in these shows.
1: Oh. that That is is—that's is not like, a good thing to think because some <laughs> people are, like, more on top of it than the actual people writing it are. Oh, yeah.
0: yeah. Right. <clears throat> and now with the whole multiverse and everything, and when does this stuff take place? Is this real? And it's, you know, they, they probably should have got out when the Getting was good after Endgame, no. Nah, well, but you, you know, know that, that 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 money that money yeah. was like oh we we keep riding this horse all day that's long. What,
3: that's exactly what I was about to say. That's like oh no nah, we about to if y'all if y'all are gonna give us a billion dollars for this movie we got about fifteen TV shows for y'all on our new streaming platform.
0: Yeah. But uh, speaking of streaming, Ooh. Rachel, tell us about a small light.
1: <laughs> so, Ooh. a small light is um, a TV show on Disney Plus or Hulu, and um, it's about Meep Geese, who is the one of the people who helped hide the Frank family um, of Anne Frank's diary um, during the Holocaust, and it's really interesting coming from her perspective and. And we see her husband and some of the other characters, you know, some of the other people who were helping to hide the Frank family along with, you know, the other family they had in there. And then they had another person in there as well. And just like the logistics of hiding them and um, the logistics of getting through the days, it -hmm. was It was super interesting and really good historical fiction. Um, And, you know, of course, they, you know, everyone knows how it ends. Like the Frank family gets found out. They get taken. And then at the end, um, Otto Frank, who's Anne's father, is the only one to live. And Meep had kept Anne's diary and he chose to publish it um many years later so um so you know everyone knows the ending but it was just it was just kind of like a fresh look at you know what it would be like to be one of the people you know going through that and helping to hide people and helping people in other ways too not just hiding mm-hmm. so um what per- I thought it was whose really perspective well
2: perspective does it take Like, like, is it from her perspective and then you go to the annex and you meet everybody? Or is it more like the people in the annex and then she comes in and you, you know?
1: No, um, it starts before they're in hiding. And it's mostly from Meep's perspective. It's sometimes from her husband's perspective as well. Hmm. So, um, so you get kind of all sides to it and. Um, there were some parts where I was like, I wonder if this is really true. Like, I really need to look this up because, you know, they're going to exaggerate for TV and everything. Uh-huh. So I'm like, oh, I wonder if this really happened. But even just the idea and the spirit of it, I thought was really well conveyed.
0: <laughs> this is so a TV show?
1: I would recommend it. Yeah, it's just it's just like eight, eight episodes. Yeah. Okay. Um, I... I Doubt they're gonna do another season of it because I don't think it's be story's kind of ended, but yeah, yeah. Um, but I would been, recommend it. Have, have you been to her the house in Amsterdam? No, I have not. I have not been <laughs> that many places in Europe, so <laughs> not there yet, but it's on my list.
3: Have you, Stephanie?
1: I
2: have, I enjoyed it. I mean, it was heavy because it's about Holocaust and whatnot, but you can like tour through the annex and everything and they have a whole section. Well, I mean, in general, did you ever see The Faults in Our Stars or read The Faults in Our Stars? Yes. Yep. So they actually go through it in the film, like they go to the real one and they go through it. And I had just been to it and I was reading the book and, um, and watching the film. At when I was finished and I was like that's literally it and it's still set up that way or at least it was when I went and there's a whole section I believe where Otto uh Frank is talking about how he got the diary and decided to publish it and everything I feel like that's towards the end of it maybe but it's I mean it's heavy obviously but
1: so was in- it really yeah. well preserved then
2: it seemed to be like you could and you you would even you were even able to like walk through the doorway in from the main house to the annex and they toured you th- up and through the whole thing. And they have a whole bunch of um, artifacts and remnants of like clothing and suitcases and things. And you go through the, there, there's also other sort of Holocaust history that you go through as you're learning about it too or seeing things as well. Um, but yeah, it, it seems pretty well preserved from, from what I could tell, I feel like I remember there being like plastic or plexiglass or whatever in front of different things, but you can walk through and, and it's kind of, kind of crazy.
1: So have you seen the show yet? Not
2: yet. It's on my list. I had downloaded that all for the flight and figured a movie with an end (laughs) with a specific length was probably better than like two episodes of an eight episode thing. Um, especially one that was heavy and I was gonna be getting depressed so
1: yeah I'd I'd be interested to hear how you think like the real Annex compares to what they did in the show Uh, I'll I'll let you know when I watch it then it's on my list it's downloaded and everything so yeah and there is there is some comic relief I mean as much as there can be like in the situation but
2: right okay yeah I'll let
1: you know. Okay. Um. And yeah, I've also been checking out a couple other shows. Um, there's The Crown season six part one on Netflix. That I just wow, finished. it's
0: six seasons of that? Yeah, I didn't know that.
1: I mean, it starts with her with Queen Elizabeth the second being, um, marrying Prince Philip. So she's a young adult, you know, and it goes through till I think until modern times. Like I haven't, you know, seen the second part, obviously, because it's not out yet. It comes out in the mid middle of December. Um, It goes beyond Diana, Diana's death, do you think? Yeah, um, actually, this this whole first part, almost all of it was surrounding Diana's death. There were certain parts that were not, but most of it was what happened before, during, and after.
3: So I remember um, a little bit after the queen passed away, they were like, oh, yeah, we have the whole show planned out. But we didn't really plan on it going to like, even before she died. So, like, I don't know if they're going to be like, okay, the show ends with her death, which it kind of should. But I think it's probably going to be like, okay, and then everybody loves little Georgie. Goodbye, y'all.
2: yeah <laughs> Wait, can I, did did I mishear or am I misremembering then that this is the last season?
1: No, you're right. It okay. just has two parts and the second part isn't out yet. So oh, so they're going to see through that. the last bit is what you're thinking.
3: No, I'm saying they're, they aren't going to address her death, but they're probably oh. just going to be like, oh, yeah, everybody loves Prince, um, the the little babies.
1: Charlotte, George, and yeah. Louis.
3: But I don't think they're going to touch, like, the Meghan Markle stuff or anything like that.
1: Yeah, oh. I mean, the trailer showed Prince William, like, being a young adult and dating. So I'm assuming they're going to have something with Kate Middleton in it. Yeah. But I don't know how far they're gonna go with that.
3: Oh yeah, I think they're gonna touch on how um, Harry that that time everybody got mad at him for that Halloween costume. Yeah, I know what I'm talking Whoa. about.
4: Oh, Yeah.
3: Which one's the middle one? How long middle ago child. Was
4: that, though?
3: What'd you say? How, Which one's the middle?
0: Long- the middle boy, or the second one? Harry. Harry. Okay. Yeah.
2: How, how, how long ago was the Halloween thing? Like in real life.
0: I mean, he was
3: in college, so right. It was like ten
1: or fifteen years ago, or something. I right? feel like
3: oh, he's he's like in his thirties now, right? I thought yeah. he was in his thirties.
1: Like yeah, yeah, he's younger than Meghan Markle, yeah.
0: So oh. yeah, so wait, wait, yeah, well, who are you, who you referring to? Harry, Harry. Harry's thirty. Harry's thirty-nine. Okay,
3: so yeah, so yeah, a good twenty years ago. I feel mm. like I feel like they gonna they they might touch that. They might touch that.
0: I mean, if they're going to go into a little
2: bit of Kate Middleton, <clears throat> maybe. Yeah.
1: Especially yeah.
2: Especially if it's if if they tie it to like post Diana.
3: Oh, like the lashing out and stuff. Mm-hmm. And
2: I don't know um, if they would or if, right? I don't know if it's actually connected. But if that's a the way they want to take the plot, they could tie that in that way.
3: That would make sense.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, because well, Prince Harry know. was the reason I remember that is because I know when Princess Diana died my mother was very sad because every time every year she had a child my mother had a child
3: mm. what? wait but your
0: mother has three kids I mean she had Princess Diana has two oh. well then I guess it just stopped at me and my brother then <laughs> you
3: don't have a sister
0: <laughs> that's funny
2: was your sister born after Diana had died though?
0: No, when she no, I don't think 88, so. Eighty-eight. Oh, oh, oh! My sister was born in eighty-seven. Oh, I thought
3: she was okay. born in eighty-eight.
0: Okay, sorry.
1: Yeah, yeah. But yeah, and then um, oh sorry, go ahead.
0: No, that's okay. I didn't have a good one. You can go ahead.
1: Okay, I I was gonna say the the last thing that I would recommend that I've been um that I finished was Lessons in Chemistry on Apple TV Plus. It's based on a book that was really popular, which I did not read, so I can't tell you how it compares to the book, but the TV show was pretty good. Um, It's about this woman um, around, like, the Mrs. Maisel era, I think, um, and she is a chemist, and Um, obviously it's hard being a woman chemist during that time, and it's kind of about her trials and tribulations of going through that time being a woman and particularly a woman chemist, and then it has flashbacks as well, so you get some character development, and um, there's some other characters that are really interesting too that you kind of learn about as well, um. And so it is really well done. Um there are a couple scenes that are hard to watch, but um overall like it was it was really good. What?
2: Hard to watch in what way? Like uncomfortable or like not interesting?
1: No, like um just it's hard to watch characters go through hard things and mm. some of the characters yeah. do go through some really hard things. Mm.
3: Okay. also this show stars the internet's favorite actress
1: yes Bree Larson mm-hmm.
2: oh yes yes I feel like I've seen that advertised is is the is
1: the book the same title yeah lessons in chemistry is the title of the book as well
0: okay um yeah well speaking of catching everything up on streaming services. I was able to catch Dashing Through the Snow on Netflix. And I want to just start off in saying that it's a Christmas movie starring Ludacris. And this movie is good. And when I say it's good, it's going to be entered into our family's Christmas rotation. Along with Christmas Story and Elf that we do every year. I'm adding this to the collection. Dashing Through the Snow stars Ludacris as a... Um, a cynic holiday person. He doesn't believe in the uh, Christmas and everything. Um, he is a divorced dad with a daughter. And, you know, she, um, you know, believes in Christmas and everything. And then they run across uh, Santa Claus played by Little Rail and hygienic, sure. So <laughs> I highly recommend this on Netflix to watch. Great Christmas movie, fun for the. All the ages.
3: Wait, uh, it's on Netflix in Japan?
0: Yeah.
1: Is it on Netflix here?
3: Pretty sure it's Disney Plus here.
1: Yeah, because I don't remember seeing it in the queue for Netflix.
3: Pretty sure it's Disney Plus.
2: I was just searching on my phone, and in Canada, it's not on Netflix. So I'm looking on Disney Plus.
0: I could be completely wrong. You guys might be 100% right. Sorry, Disney Plus.
2: It's I mean, on Disney sorry.
4: Plus
2: in Canada. Let me see. The reason I said that was because I was gonna add it to my watch list and I couldn't find it on Netflix. So.
0: No, you could. One hundred percent right. It's on Disney Plus. Yes. Gotcha.
2: Wait, is that is that Rambo? Luda's the, the woman standing next to Luda on the. What's Netflix? her real
0: name? Yeah.
3: Yes.
1: It is her. No, is I'm saying. Disney?
3: He said, "What's her name?" And I'm saying, "Yes." Oh.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it could be. I mean, Actually, it like... I think it is her. I'm thinking it is her. Now I'm thinking about. Biana
1: Ferris. Yeah, that's her. That sound right? Yeah,
0: yeah that's her. Yes. Okay.
1: So did did you watch it with your family, Matt? Yes. Did everyone like it? Yes. Okay. Yeah,
0: my 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 son liked it. The wife liked it. Um, and it's like normally if it's like a kid movie, I don't really care for. it to know i think um there wasn't no raunchy stuff in there but it was enough that like the adults will laugh the kids will laugh it'll be good
2: so what about it is like a christmas story elf level rewatchable
0: for you guys because it's it's i I don't want to spoil anything but basically ludicrous character doesn't believe he's a social worker okay so when he meets him, he tells him he's Santa Claus, but he doesn't believe him. So he thinks it's a person who needs help. So as he's trying to help him, things happen to where maybe it is Santa Claus, maybe it's not. Is Slicker so
3: Chris like cynical? Yeah. To where like he's a not just towards Christmas, but like he's a social worker, but like he's like grouchy about being a social worker.
0: No, he actually likes doing being a social worker.
3: Okay. Oh, also, okay. what kind of social worker is he? The one, the stereotypical kind, where it's like, oh yeah, I help people, but vaguely.
0: Well, he helps people with, uh, because it's, it opens up with him uh, working with the police to help somebody. Wait, um, wait. Really? I'm sorry. He's doing what? He's working with the police to help somebody. Uh, hey, man. It's a movie on Disney+. Plus. He over
3: her <laughs> name and names and stuff, talking about, like, oh, yeah, man. Um, arrest him.
0: Well, no, it's the opposite to where, like, you know, the police call him to, you know, de-escalate the situation and he help an He He's not,
3: he not a damn hostage negotiator. What's happening here?
1: <laughs> no, it's like the crisis intervention team, it sounds like. He's a part of the Crisis intervention yeah. team that they sometimes
0: have.
3: I feel like I kind of want to watch this because, like, I have, I already have like a million things formulated in my brain about this character.
0: Yes, I just keep it vague enough for everybody all to be like, yes. negative left. things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, as long as you watch it, I guess that's all that matters to Disney Plus.
3: All right, ladies. So it's Hanukkah time right now. You're gonna be spending time with family, either physically or virtually. You know. And we were just kind of curious, can you share any um, Hanukkah stories with us? I I mean, it would just be the same as any fucking story, right? I was with my family and this happened.
1: Stephanie, you want to go first?
2: Uh, Can you hear what's going on in the background here? No. No. No? Okay, then. I can go first.
3: They they uh, they, they shooting. Wait, no, they're too polite in, in um in Canada. Canada.
0: It's, <laughs> it's a moose so outside.
2: We're in the wilderness here. We're in a
3: man. I almost spit on this laptop. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. God, that's I just yeah. seen a video of a moose uh, in somebody's backyard. That's what we think of it.
2: <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't. I have not yet seen a real moose, but my dog's name is Moose, so. There's
0: oh. that. <laughs> but not
2: after the animal though. So. Not after the animal. It's spelled differently. Although every vet, every time like I talk to someone or the vet looks her up, they can't find her because they spell it like the animal. I'm like, nope, try again. It's the dessert. <laughs> it's the dessert. Um Ah. Uh, I don't know. It like so the the first thing that really comes to my mind is like Hanukkah memories is more so Um, I never grew up in a city where my family lived. So we would get together for Thanksgiving, particularly my mom's side. And, and, um, so Thursday would roll around, we'd have Thanksgiving, and then everybody would stay in town and there'd be 30, 40 of us. And Saturday afternoon, evening, we would always celebrate Hanukkah, quote unquote, together. And it usually wasn't Hanukkah, but we would, um, put all the candles in the menorah, we'd light it, or the Hanukkah, and we'd light it as if it were the last night of Hanukkah. We'd have some sort of typical foods and we'd pass out gifts to each other. And when I was younger, we'd open up the gifts because we were little and we couldn't handle it. But as we got older, we'd take them back home and then put them on the mantle and we'd open them up uh, on actual Hanukkah. Um, But that's like, The main thing that I remember about Hanukkah currently um, the other thing I guess that I remember is I haven't lived at home with anybody even in the last in in maybe eight or so years I've lived away from everybody and so um, it's kind of hard to celebrate Hanukkah on my own so I always FaceTime my family or someone in my family every night and we'll do the prayers together. Uh, and it takes like five not even five minutes it takes one or two minutes you sing two prayers you light the candle and then you sign off and it's just it's a nice little ritual that i have with a couple of my family members that we do so
3: mm-hmm. yeah. so your partner's not jewish
2: no he's not um that doesn't stop my family from giving him uh hanukkah gifts though so
3: that's, all. <laughs> that's so nice of them that was- like with
1: my ex, I got a cross necklace when after our wedding, which was clearly Jewish.
3: Oh, you had a Jewish wedding? Have we ever talked about your wedding?
1: No. I've never oh. even
3: asked you offline about your wedding. Interesting. No.
1: Yeah. Um, But yeah, I got a cross necklace. It was beautiful, but I'm not going to wear a cross necklace.
3: Well, you know, Chris. Did you get it for Hanukkah? Trying to convert. She Whoa. got it for Christmas, Stephanie.
1: Oh, you got it for
4: Christmas.
2: I just yeah. thought... It was very I thought it was a Hanukkah gift, which would have
4: made it even weirder, um, yeah, I
3: mean that's actually bad form actually <laughs> if you if you really think about the a history bit. of it A
1: little
3: bit yeah, yeah, and you were there right Steph? yeah you you were yeah, made of honor oh made of honor, look at you, yeah, step in it, why don't you make your brother be made of honor
1: um he was one of the grooms you could no, but... no,
3: you could have oh oh uh uh romcom, you could have had him be m a d e <laughs> of honor.
4: Oh like
3: oh, the movie? Man. Yes, 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 yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. No. Stephanie was definitely my I was choice. Your home
3: girl. So, yeah. uh, do you have any sisters, Stephanie? No.
1: Well,
2: mm, I don't have any genetic Ooh. sisters. I
3: That's have right. an exchange sister. Foreign exchange. All right, okay. So, so um we you know, we're we're uh, um this podcast is good with, you know, putting things into the ether, right? Mm-hmm. So when your partner, I'm sorry, brother, um, <laughs> uh, proposes to you, then you know, uh, Rachel's gonna be that old, um, M A D E of honor, huh? Matron. Well,
1: I guess I'm not married anymore. You so you would mind. be maid of honor, Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> we'll he he feels see.
2: the manifestations.
3: That's right. That's right. The stars told us. The uh, astrology told us.
1: Yeah. There you go.
3: Mm. Yeah. All right, your your story Rachel.
1: Yeah, so I don't really have so much Hanukkah stories as Hanukkah memories <laughs> as well. Um we never really did the kind of eight crazy days nights. Of <laughs> eight crazy nights. No, we never really did 8 days of presents. I know a lot of people think that Jewish people do 8 days of presents for the 8 days of Hanukkah. But my family did space them out. Like we would get a present from one aunt and uncle and we would get a present from another aunt and uncle and so on and so forth. So we'd kind of spread out the gifts um, over the eight days. But then everything with my my mom's parents was on Christmas Day. We would always get together on Christmas Day. So... um we we had more traditions, funnily enough, on Christmas Day than around Hanukkah.
4: Did
3: you have the stereotypical Jewish traditions on Christmas?
1: We did not, um, because See,
3: I was I was thinking that too. I was like, I was like, I wonder if Stephanie likes Chinese food because Rachel is like the fucking worst.
1: <laughs> Sorry, you know how many
3: times. Oh man!
1: Sorry, not. Sorry. And I've eaten it on Christmas many times, and I've gone to multiple movies on Christmas. Many <laughs> we times. have gone to movies on Christmas. We, we went, went to lay Mis on yeah, Christmas. Yeah, we went to lay together on Christmas. That's dope. We yeah. we do like double headers on Christmas sometimes. Ooh.
0: What? Why is that a Why is that a thing to go to the movies on Christmas? Because
2: <laughs> nothing open. else is open. Yeah, yeah. Except, is for open except for the movie theater and Chinese Chinese restaurants. restaurants. Yeah. Um,
4: yeah. it might I mean, it
2: might be so changing cool. a little bit now I haven't really checked but in general that's all that's ever really been open on Christmas okay.
4: there's I a there's a
2: whole the song to, way back when YouTube started I don't remember the name of it but I can look it up and send it to you guys oh,
1: but like you should. Whole,
2: yeah it's yeah. the the whole I can sing it and you guys can cut it out <laughs> but like the chorus <laughs> is like we eat Chinese food on Christmas go to the movie theater too because there just ain't no else to do on christmas when you're a jew and then it just keeps going don't
3: don't worry we will not cut that don't
2: worry <laughs> oh god <laughs> wonderful uh, i'll i'll look for the video though and i'll send it to you guys right. That's
1: awesome. but yeah um the one really hanukkah tradition that we did have was my brother and I would always pick which candle we thought would burn out the fastest.
3: That sounds like a fun game.
1: It was fun, yeah. Um, sometimes it wasn't any candle that we picked, but... Um, you needed more
3: siblings, it sounds like.
1: <laughs> oh. You need eight. Oh my eight. gosh. Eight eight whole... Well, nine. There are nine candles on a Hanukkah or Menorah. Because oh, you the, have the, one the to one light the, the up, eight. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, that was fun. Um... These days, or I guess in more recent years, I'll, you know, Skype with someone or FaceTime or Zoom or whatever it is and um, video chat and light the Hanukkah candles sometimes. Um, I have been to services once on Hanukkah, and it's so pretty because everybody brings their menorah. And they turn the lights off and everyone lights their menorahs, and it's really, really pretty. That sounds cool. So, I'm, mm-hmm. yeah, if they have services, I might check those out.
3: Is it like super crowded?
1: Um, I mean, it's more crowded than like a normal service, but it's not as crowded as like High Holidays, Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur. Because
3: I was thinking, well, yeah, because that's right. I remember what you told me. But no, I was just thinking, like, how, you know, how, like, um, and, um and like, churches, Easter and, and Christmas, everybody gets all religious and stuff. Yeah. Mm. yeah. All right. We're just curious, you know, kind of shaking it up. Because, like, your first episode was... <laughs> Eight
1: crazy nights. Yeah.
3: And, you know, we kind of talked about, like, the history of it. And I don't know if you were on last November. But um, so, you know, just kind of shaking up the, the Hanukkah content here.
1: Yeah, it's I think it's always fun to hear what people do.
3: I mean, last December, because it was it was it was like during Christmas last year, I think.
1: I don't remember. Do you remember, Stephanie? What is it? Sorry, I'm still looking up this song. What is it? <laughs> Hanukkah
3: 2022. When was it?
1: Was it over Christmas? Did it
3: overlap? You
2: Yes. So last year I was in New York I left on, I went there on December 18th. And I think that was the first night of Hanukkah last year. Because mm. I spent like the first five nights, I was with my, I was staying with my friend. And just below her apartment, they had a giant Christmas tree and a menorah that they were lighting each night. So I'd take a picture. So I think oh, it was nice. like or something that it started. So I think the last night was, to, was either on Christmas or the day after Christmas or something I haven't done the calculation that quickly but okay.
1: oh I do I do have my little Hanukkah decorations up in my cubicle oh, yeah, at right. the office that's I put your right. pillow on
2: my couch I can't show oh, it to yeah. you because I'm not home but I put your pillow on the couch
1: that's awesome yeah wait, I got Stephanie wait, a Hanukkah they, they pillow they don't
3: live together I thought y'all live together no. Target's
2: on it oh.
1: yeah Target has great stuff last year and this year Mm -hmm. I crafted a
3: a narrative that is not, okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Chad's like over here with his mind being blown and we're just keeping on going.
0: It's better that way.
1: (laughs) But yeah, I, I didn't really have Hanukkah decorations until last year actually. No, but
2: Um, I remember asking when I was really young, asking my parents to put up Hanukkah decorations and then being adamant and not doing it because it's, not a Hanukkah thing to put up decorations um
1: that's fair I mean it's not like we have a tree or you know lights specifically it's like all just made you know garlands or like um Mm -hmm. right signs or things like that that have been made
2: right there's nothing besides like a a Hanukkah right That's like really like And besides, like, foods and things that are really... And the
1: dreidel. Right.
2: But it's not something you can put on a house. Like, everything that we have is like, oh, someone decided to make a pillow that says Happy Hanukkah on it. So I'm going to get it. But it's not really... It's not a regular thing. Mm
1: -hmm. Right. And Hanukkah sweaters are, like, a more newer thing, Mm -hmm. too.
0: Yes. Now it's time for the movie discussion. The Terminal. Mr. Navarsky. please follow me. While you
3: were in the air, there was a military coup in your country. Beyond those doors is American
0: soil. You are not to leave this building. A man who cannot leave New York's John Kennedy Airport Terminal. He's denied entry into the United States and also cannot return to his native country because of a military coup. Uh let's start with Rachel. Rachel, what did you think about this movie?
1: Oh, um, we're starting with me. Are we starting with positives or negatives? Uh <laughs> or just overall general reactions.
0: Lit overall general.
1: Okay. I think it's a well done movie. Um, I really liked most parts of it, so it's it's kinda heartwarming and um yeah, just overall really well done. There there are lots of little details that I noticed that I was like, "Oh, they did this really well, and this really well, and I
3: forgot what, about that." Little details like what?
1: Oh, like I thought the score was good. Um I loved um like Tom Hanks' physical acting. Mm. Um mm. he had great like physical acting, and I think that was partially like came across because of the language barrier of his character with
3: uh, i thought you was going to reference yes, his but... his sitcom television work
1: oh i was not going to know okay. <laughs> um and i i thought it was like some of the lines were really good um the cast had people in it that i was like oh my gosh Like, I didn't remember she was in it or he was in it. And it was just really good people. Um, And then the credits, I don't know if you technically consider that part of the movie, but I love how it's handwriting in the credits. It's their Mm -hmm. autographs, since that's why he was in New York.
3: Oh, I did not notice that because I turned the movie off when the credits came on. Ah. But John Williams did the score.
1: Oh, that makes sense.
0: (laughs) Good job, Rachel. That was going to be one of my trivias, but... Get it out the way. Oh, (laughs) sorry. No,
1: no, it's good. Get it out the way. Oh, also, random um, detail that I noticed. They have a Borders in their airport. They do. And back when they had Borders and Barnes & Noble, I was a Borders person. So I was very excited to see that.
3: So you, in this war, you chose EB Games over GameStop, huh?
1: I guess (laughs) so. (laughs) I, I chose the one that didn't make it.
3: You chose HD, DVD over Blu ray. I got you.
1: I, yeah. Got any more metaphors? Did you also notice that a Whopper
2: was worth 75 cents? Man! I was like, wait, what?
3: (laughs) How far we have fallen as a society.
2: (laughs) I was like, was that an advert? Like, I mean, I was, what, 13 when this movie came out? Like, was that advertised that? Whoppers were less than a dollar or something because Big Macs were a dollar. Like what, what I mean
3: at the time we had a real dollar menu. Like we didn't even have a right. they call it the the value menu now. Or do they even oh, like not, it's are, not as catchy. Are, or do they even call it that anymore? Is it just like here's the menu? Like is there anything you know, like are, is there an illusion of cheap food anymore?
2: I mean, everybody thinks that fast food is cheap food, but like in the grand what? scheme of things it's still not cheap.
3: Once upon a time, it was cheap, though.
2: Right. Yeah, yeah, like a five dollar footlong. Footlongs aren't five
1: dollars anymore, are they? they?
3: Aren't they like seven dollars or something like that? Yeah, they don't like have seven. that
1: song. They don't have the ad anymore with the song. Yeah, that's true. They had to, they had to cut it. Yeah, <laughs> it's lost to history. <laughs>
4: <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Generally, I enjoyed the film. Um, like I didn't feel bored watching it I didn't dislike the main plot or what was going on I felt entertained while I was watching it um <laughs> um there were a couple things that rubbed me the wrong way like just but 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 as I was watching the movie I figured yeah. they were written so that they'd rub me the wrong way um sometimes
4: um so,
2: yes. such as the way that Stan Tucci's character was treating Tom um, Hanks' character, okay. it made me very upset. But I do think it was written to make you feel upset as an audience member. Um,
1: what about the way Amelia treats him?
3: Which one's Amelia?
2: That is that Zeta, Zeta Jones? Jones? I I was talking with my partner about this. I don't understand the purpose of her character. Like, I don't think she needed to be in the film. Like, I'm just I gonna... think
1: she gave him something to look forward to in the monotony of airport life. But that's yeah, it. Yeah, but I didn't like, yeah,
2: I didn't like her but, role. At, yeah. like, the, the stereotype of a role that she played. And... She and like, and what she did to get him the document to get out at the end, but it never, he didn't need the document. So I didn't understand. I just, I just, I just had some gripes about her purpose and kind of, I I love Zeta Jones and she acted well, but I just,
3: no, I I agree with you, Stephanie, but I think they were trying to give you the illusion of like, oh, here's the love interest. Like, she was the love interest, but like, this isn't that kind of movie
2: it isn't and i didn't need a okay. love interest i didn't feel like i needed one or i that's, wanted one
3: that's the yeah. that's the formula of this shit though right like that's the formula mm-hmm. of a tom hanks movie of the time like even cast away cast away he had a love interest Wilson, even <laughs> <laughs> helen hunt who the he the was heck? helen hunt was his girlfriend when he got cast away and he was trying to get off the island to get back to her. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I love that in sync. <laughs> so like yeah, you know, you know, at the time, you gonna cast Tom Hanks with some some somebody, you know That's true. So that's how you pitched the movie. Tom Hanks and Catherine zeta Jones are the turn one.
2: That's true. I was I, I was really excited to see it. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Um, Diego Luna. Yeah, I was excited. This was when he was starting. He was
3: so skinny. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: So young. Yes.
2: So young. That was his like dirty dancing era.
1: Ah. That's when he first
2: started. That's the first thing I ever saw him in was dirty dancing.
1: Oh, okay.
3: Havana nights.
1: Mm
0: hmm. I (laughs) mean, yeah. what did you think about this?
3: So this is the second time I've seen this movie, right? And um, the first time I saw it was uh, like the ABC Saturday Night Movie or whatever. And I really enjoyed it. But this was probably like 2010 or something when I saw it. And 2023, Chad, when we opened and I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. Tom Hanks' character barely knows English. And I'm like, this shit don't feel right. Like, Tom Hanks, you, d- I, my, my dude, my dude, what are you doing? Like I know it was a different time, Tom Hanks, and you still my uncle. You still my uncle, all right. I'm I'm a, I'm a back you, I'm a back you like a motherfucker, right? But uncle, this don't feel right. Like this 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 voice you doing? This feels offensive, uncle. And I need you to stop, uncle. Please stop. So I I was just I was just filled to the brim with cringe when this movie started. Um, but it is a really heartwarming film um i really like i love all the little subplots like i love the until the end of it the little subplot with him going to zoe saldana um playing cyrano de Berge, not not cyrano but um basically you know asking the questions because you know diego luna liked zoe saldana i love that i hate that they got married without even speaking that yes. was stupid
0: that's
3: uh
2: yeah
0: yeah. We, we
2: had a discussion on whether they actually never met each other or and or if they actually did and we just never were privy to
1: that
3: maybe part. they cut some stuff <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah i hope i hope
3: yeah. I, yeah I liked i liked his little misadventures trying to find food and our money um stanley tucci being a dickhead you know it's not a character you often see him play like that kind of character like, we'll usually see him play, like, the character he played in Devil Wears Prada or Burlesque. Yeah. But it's like, he's, like, technically the villain, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, All I'm right, li-
0: let me jump in right now. Okay. I didn't think he was a villain to the very end. I thought he was a man just doing his job. Really? I mean, I but,
2: liked him from the beginning
0: till the uh, up to the very end, where he was like blackmailing him and uh, not blackmailing him, but uh, no, he yeah, black he, he blackmailed him.
2: Blackmailed yeah, yeah,
0: that's but, but what but I'm like
2: saying. He he took away his opportunity to gain to to make money by making a job and giving it to someone else. Like that. That well, was, But
0: before that, he gave him a chance to leave. He said, no, Go He was going to
1: send the police after him as
0: soon that, as he did.
3: Yeah, that wasn't in good faith, man.
0: Yeah, but he and was like, trying to help him. He was like, he I wasn't mean, trying to help him. He was, he was trying was like, to get him he out. He literally was about to
2: have nine one one on the phone or something and right. call him when he crossed. I, the, I
0: agree with was, him throughout this movie.
3: He was trying was to like kid like, him to not be his problem. Right. So he's like, right. hey man, walk out, and the, he was going to have him arrested the second he walked out. That's
1: why and they that's had the cameras was, on the Right. <laughs>
0: I, I, I ain't gonna say I rooted for him. I was like, man, I get you. I get you the whole time. Cause it don't it make, like you say, they took away his making money, right?
3: Yeah, he yeah. did that. Stanley Tucci no. chose to do that.
0: Right, because he's sitting there eating and stuff and living in this thing. He needs to get about it. I understood what he was going through
3: but but what? your Why plan is you to send away? a man to jail that does that he committed no crime he literally cannot leave because his country is being invaded and your your option is to send him to jail
0: i understood what he was i'm asking
3: no answer my question
0: what's the question this man
3: literally cannot legally leave this facility because his country is not a country hey, right. anymore right. it's at right. war and so Stanley Tucci's like, I'm going to get him arrested so that he's not my problem. And you're okay with that.
0: In a sense of this movie, I understood what he was trying to do.
3: I'm asking you, no. you're okay with that behavior. Of, of you? Not. Ge- but I'm saying, you-
0: I under- I'm saying, of course not. But I was like, just walk out the door, man. Just go. Just go.
1: But he was, he didn't want to get in trouble. He's a good guy. I mean he that's why he knew when the camera was on him, oh, this is a trick. This is a trap.
0: Correct. I don't think where did he get those crackers from?
3: <laughs> those are free at the time because, like, you know, they'd be over there with the um with the napkins and stuff, like if you got soup. Once upon a time uh, that was free. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we we have uh, to really put ourselves back into that 2004 <laughs> mindset because like they're not giving crackers away nowadays. Nope. No, not at all.
0: But uh, did you think that he was? I guess you guys already seen this, but I thought they was the the, the plan was going to ro- run over the old man. I was like, that's how they going to end this. I kind of thought that. I
3: kind of thought that too. I was like, I don't fully remember all this.
0: I remembered he didn't get run
3: over.
1: Yeah, I remembered he got arrested. Yeah. No.
3: Um, but no, I did like this movie, but my outside uh, getting past the cringe, my biggest issue was the editing. Like we spent so much time on the Zoe Saldana subplot and then we we're like, okay, we're going to do some Catherine Zeta-Jones stuff. And we spent so much time on that. That I was like, oh yeah, we got to do this, this Zoe Saldana stuff again. So I wish like the, the, the it would have been edited. So like you would have not forgotten st- plot threads.
1: Like Mm -hmm. a bit more mixed together, kind of. Yeah, 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 more back and forth.
3: Yeah,
0: and I kind of want to see what. I know you can't do a whole day thing, but what is he doing throughout the day? I mean, they show little plots of him, uh, you know, getting the carts or whatever like that. But when you're not English, yes, I know. At night, yeah, I saw that. But I'm like
2: two hours at in Zoe's Aldana's space, waiting to get denied. Every the, day.
0: The, the light green card. Yes. That's
2: right. Although I will say I don't know if it was uh the brightness of my screen. When she said light green and she held the two up, they looked like yeah, they look the same <laughs> And it didn't look light until he walked <laughs> to the side and picked up a different one.
3: Also I thought it was funny. Um I guess this is more of a joke for me and Matt. When um they uh, they were talking about that promotion, and he's saw like he making nineteen dollars an hour. That's more than I make, and I'm Maybe. like, I'm like, baby, you you d- you the second in command of an airport, and you don't, and even in 2004 money, you you make less than nineteen dollars an hour, and your boss just bought a fucking yacht. Right, right, sir. <laughs> something ain't right here. Yeah, right.
2: Did he get promoted at the end of the film? Is that what was happening when he was packing up his office?
3: Yeah,
0: he got that man's job. So that means his old outburst didn't affect it at all. Right. And I
3: just just because of insider baseball, I'm like, that's not exactly how that works. You can't you you can't be like, I recommend this person for a job. Like, yeah, they probably would like kind of shadow him, but like they'd also in good faith look at outside candidates because of the way that government jobs work
0: right 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 it's not gonna be like he recommended so now hr people or whoever gonna come out and watch him work (laughs) right
3: like that's that's not how that works at all
2: but also when the hr people came out to watch him he
3: he, assaulted someone yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. (laughs) well they were like you know he didn't speak english it's okay
1: yeah well i have a question for you guys okay would this happen now, today, in today's this world? This being the entire film? This whole situation with him. Like, I feel like part of it was they didn't have communication between, like, the countries while he was in the air. Like, I feel like I, feel I, mean, like I the I... communication would have gotten there faster and they would have figured it out, but also I feel like he would have gotten like um, some sort of what's asylum. It called? Yeah, asylum status.
3: Yeah, because it's <laughs> like you you can't leave. Well, well, no, because I here's, I don't want to trample on mass trivia.
2: Here's my question. No, 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 no,
0: no. no. no go ahead. Go, go. I want you to. I want you to.
3: Well, you go, Stephanie.
2: Here's my question, though. I I mean, I again, I was early teens in 2004, like. In my head, even when I saw it the first time, it was supposed to be a ridiculous thing that happened that he got stuck in the airport, and it was the trailer advertised it that way. So, would it have even happened in two thousand four? Really?
3: This is based off a true story. Is yeah. it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Okay, then. Never mind.
3: So that's why I was like, you know, that you don't, you can't literally get stuck in an airport. Then I was like, well, no, this is that's actually happened. So like yeah i don't know because like what even even still you get the call in the air it's not like you can turn around and take the person to a, a, a country that's at that's literally at war
1: right but i feel like decisions would have had more time to have been made possibly well, well, and i
2: feel like there's more i mean i don't know i don't know the law to the t or very well but i feel like there's more definition of what a refugee is and what someone needing asylum is these days um does that need gets followed through with i don't know
3: that's but, a fair point because like what's the difference between I, I guess the problem is like the airport technically is not a country i feel like that's right. probably what it is and so like to matt's point if he would have just been like i'm going into america For a you know, and then then you could on the basis of like fear base, I needed to be somewhere, but like the airport's not a country, so it's like he's just in a literal gray zone. So maybe that's kind of
2: well, and that's what they were trying to do. They were trying to get him into the country on basis of seeking asylum, right, and saying he feared for his life or whatever it was. But I feel like these this day or these days, there's more than just I fear for my life that that, did, that
3: dis- yeah, I, yeah you but, as- but also i feel like that shouldn't even be a question do you fear for your life you literally right. if you go home you could be murdered so like we shouldn't even have to ask you this question
1: yeah
0: and but also once, he physically he actually cannot go home
3: right so once more it's like i don't know like all most of my arguments that i'm trying to make like They they keep getting stopped because like this actually fucking happened, you know.
1: But it happened how long ago? That's That's why I'm wondering. Late eighties. Yeah, so that's why I was wondering if things have changed enough. But they
3: still have like asylum and stuff.
1: Yeah, but I mean. Well, and probably since this happened in real life, I'm sure they have a rule based on it now. Possibly. Cuz it did happen. But, like, but. He, you,
3: like, even still, like, you... Even, like, if you're, like, trying to get refugee status, you are still... At some point, you have to possibly illegally enter a country.
1: Right.
3: And so since he did not break a law to get into America, what are you going to do? Like, you can't, like human rights, you can't just arrest him and make him enter America, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It was just, it was one of those things where I was like, I don't know if this would still stand today.
0: Well, no, I think because of, once 9-11 happened and they changed the rules of how we do things, like, before you, as a regular person without a ticket, you can go up to the gates and things like that. So I think, like, just having somebody just be well, there I, in the airport.
3: I feel like, like but that? I feel like international airports were different. I don't think you could have went to the gate in an international airport.
1: Yeah, because you have to go through customs.
3: Well, actually, no. That's you only no, do you customs when you, customs. you enter oh, the country. Yeah,
2: the international yeah. terminal. Yeah,
3: yeah, but that's the thing. It, yeah, so like when you, yeah, that's that's what it was. He was in the part.
0: Oh, before you get to yeah,
3: before like uh, before you go into customs. Was uh, he oh okay? Yeah, because remember he went up to the gate and he gave them his passport and then they flagged him. Oh, he never got back through. Yeah. 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 So that's the gray area there. Mm. I don't know.
0: But um, what do you guys think the Rotten Tomatoes is on this
3: Uh, Tom Hanks and Steven Spielberg in the early 2000s. They still had that hot fire. So I'm going to say 88.
2: I
1: was thinking somewhere in the eighties. I was gonna say like eighty-three. I'm I'm gonna go for it and say
0: ninety. Ooh. Yeah. Sixty-one percent. Are you what? fucking serious? Tom Hanks, Steven Spielberg,
3: uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones, fire, fire, fire. In two thousand
0: four. Sixty-one percent with two hundred and seven reviews. And then you might think, uh, oh, these critics don't know what they're talking about. Let's go with the audio score. Seventy-four percent. With, <laughs> over 200, with over two hundred, with over two hundred fifty thousand ratings, huh.
1: maybe there are too many people watching it from today's perspective. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, That's... trivia.
1: Wow.
0: Uh, the movie was inspired by the story of. I should have hmm. pronounced this, learned this name before I did this. The movie was inspired by the name of Hainron Nassier. He landed at Charles. De Gaulle Airport. Charles de Gaulle in Paris. Yes. In 1988, after being denied entry into England because his Iranian passport and United Nations refugee certificate had been stolen, French authorities wouldn't let him leave the airport, so he remained in Terminal 1, a stateless person with nowhere else to go. He was eventually granted permission to enter either France or return to Iran, but he chose to live in a Terminal and tell his story to anyone who would listen. Um, Wait, he
1: chose?
3: Yeah. Well, well, let Matt finish. Okay, sorry.
1: Right,
0: right. Um, reportedly, his mental health deteriorated over the years. When given the opportunity to live in France, he refused because the documents did not identify him as Sir Alfred and that he claimed he'd forgotten, he forgotten his native Persu- Persian He left the terminal in August of 2006 to be hospitalized for unspecified illness. Afterwards, he lived in a hotel on the money received from the film, this movie, which he was paid $250,000 to use um, for his biography. But then he moved back to the airport in October of 2022, and he died in Terminal 2F on November 12, 2022.
1: Wow. Can,
2: can you go back and read the beginning bit about the refugee stuff and the losing his documents? Can you re- read it one more time?
0: It says, after being denied entry to England because his Iranian passport and United Nations refugee certificate had been stolen.
2: So he... W- ne- okay. Interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
3: So I feel like there was some mental health stuff there for a while. He, it was yeah. just undiagnosed.
0: So yeah. I was reading some additional information about that, and that's what he told them that they were stolen. Somebody else uh, said no. He mailed it to somewhere wrong or something like that. So the stories are kind of wonky about what actually happened to his certificate. Huh.
1: Because being Uh, stolen, like that could happen to anyone. Right,
3: right? but this also should be like a protocol if your shit's stolen, which I'm sure like it's not like the first time anyone's documents have been stolen internationally, you know? Mm
2: -hmm. Well, Uh and like for me, I went to Istanbul and I didn't know I needed a visa until I got there and I could get one when I got there. So if he's already applied for refugee status, then you'd think he'd be able to get a copy of. The document if he's lost it but I guess in the right. 80s maybe not
1: or well, call the embassy and maybe they would help him into right. Right. the airport right.
2: but then at some point Matt you said that he was legally allowed into France or to go back home and he chose neither
4: Is that yeah. what you said?
3: so yes. at
2: some point it wasn't Those... even, like just go it was no you're allowed to and he chose not yeah
3: to. I mean there, I feel like there's just some underlying mental health stuff
1: mm-hmm I'm surprised they let him move back into the airport.
3: I mean, I'm sure he didn't talk to anybody. He probably just went, oh, right? Yeah. Bought a ticket and just you know. But I don't, how comfortable is that? You just sleeping on benches, like? Well, actually, no, because like, well, then they they had like the lounges. There, right. you got to be whatever status where you can shower, whatever. But then they also have areas. I'm sure you could pay for. Like, I've been to Charles de Gaulle, but I didn't like fucking explore there because I wasn't trying to fucking live in the
0: airport so I don't really yeah and back to what I was saying like what is he doing all day the actual person they said that he used to write a lot um, in his journal and meditate and things like that that's what he'll be doing throughout the day Hmm. so he
2: didn't go and build a fountain
0: (laughs) actually they said that even though they bought the rights to his life none of this stuff None of his life stuff happens in the movie, and even like the basically the concept of somebody being stuck in the airport is all they use for this movie. Everything else they made up on themselves.
4: Mm. Mm.
1: I know they made up the country because I looked that up. <laughs> the, oh yeah, oh, Yeah, was, Kerkosia.
0: Yeah, Kerkosia, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: And then they even said that during when the war was over and they're dancing in the um the bar. And they're like singing a national anthem. They said that was gibberish. Oh, yeah.
1: And it said like some of his papers and stuff were like actually a woman's and it wasn't even in the right language or whatever Mm -hmm. that he spoke. And Mm
0: -hmm. yeah. I got two pieces left of trivia. Um, When he kept saying that he needed to go to the Ramada Inn at 161 Lexington. In real life... 161 Lexington Avenue, New York is indeed home of the Ramada. And, um, at the time of the terminals filming, the history dates back 110 years to 1914, the debut of the hotel replic for women. And it retained a woman only policy until 19, until the 1930s. So like a,
2: like a women's, uh, shelter.
1: Like a hotel for women
0: yeah. only? But yeah, yeah, it looks like a hotel for, it just says a women only policy, so maybe a women only hotel.
3: Yeah, they used to have like um, sex specific living quarters or temporary living quarters. They didn't want any quote unquote funny business happening, but you know, gay people existed forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
2: um, So the this film was set in New York, but he was actually
3: in Paris, but the Ramada Inn is in New York. Yeah, the, the Ramada
0: that yeah. Tom Hanks kept referencing is real. Yeah. Yes. Okay. And the last thing, this film was shot with two endings. The original Ooh. version and there was another ending where Kathleen Jeter Jones' character goes with him to Manhattan. Um, Ooh. The changes to the film cause the start date of Spielberg's next film, Munich, to be pushed back several weeks, which meant Ben Kingsley could no longer appear in it due, his, due to his commitment to appear in Roman Polanski's Oliver Twist.
3: Man, did they even did that movie even come out? The oh, Roman sure. Polanski one. I know, I don't ever remember hearing that piece of shit making an Oliver Twist movie.
0: Let's see.
4: Wow.
3: Well, but uh, also, also, like, have y'all seen Munich? I have not. Not. Man, Stephanie. No. That movie goes so fucking hard.
2: What is what's it about? Um
3: uh, which one which Olympics was that with that terrorist um the terrorist attack in um
2: the Munich Olympics. Oh, thank
3: you. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> yes. It was uh, uh it was it was obviously targeted towards uh Israel. Mm. And oh so... when
2: they when they abducted all the Israeli Yeah. 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 It was yeah. in like the eighties or something, I think. S-
3: something like that. Yeah. And so like uh it's uh stars Eric Bana and like so the Israeli uh government like tasked together some people to like hunt these motherfuckers down, like who organized it. Mm-hmm. It is a really good fucking spy film. Well, spy ish. It's not, not it's not like ooh, fun, James Bond spy. It's like real spy. Where it's mm-hmm. like you say, you know, you out here living your life and like motherfuckers put a bomb in your fucking closet. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I remember seeing a trailer and wanting to see the movie. It's didn't
3: really know. good. I don't know if it's a if it's a Rachel Downtime movie, but it's a it's a really good movie.
1: Yeah.
0: I have one trivia question. Ooh.
3: Ooh. Oh, I forgot there's a thing on this show.
0: When this movie debuted, it debuted at number two. Ooh. Which movie came out the same? Day, and was number one. Date- I give you the same date that the terminal was released. Or, yes, weekend, I guess it was weekend. I guess probably weekend. Yes, we're I'll them. give you options, and Can I give. You- Lucia how good your movie knowledge is. This came out in June of two thousand four. Two thousand four. Okay, now okay, let's the- fucking go. Now the question is, what movie came out the same day as the terminal and debuted as number one? Oh, shit, All right. I'm-, I'm excited for this shit all right you have shrek 2 you have dodgeball a true underdog story and you have harry potter and the prisoner of azkaban
2: i was thinking i was in my head thinking maybe a harry potter film because they came out in June.
0: so which one did you the same day as number one at no same day as terminal but was number one let
1: me think about i'm gonna go with harry potter I sort of asked band was the
2: third one. This one came out in 2001, 2002. It would have come out in 2004-ish.
0: Oh, wow. Um, all of those came out in 2004.
2: I'm gonna go with Harry Potter because I know they came out when I got out of school.
0: And no, I went ball. and saw
2: it with my dad on the last day of school of sixth grade, which was
0: 2004. All right, Chad. Yeah. Dodgeball. It's Dodgeball. Oh, did you know that already? Or man. was that a guess?
3: I, I, I'm I a film bro. Oh, uh,
0: yes. Dodgeball. It <laughs> came out the same day. 11 million on the first day. Terminal only did 6 million. It's the first day no, or know. the weekend? It says daily. Okay. Yeah.
2: Prisoner
1: of Azkaban. I don't remember dodgeball being was. Wait, am I thinking of the wrong dodgeball movie?
3: Vince Vaughn, Vince yeah. I
1: didn't think fall. that would debut at number one.
3: All, all those stupid ass comedies was like hitting hard. Like that step. I don't. I'm not saying it's the same year, but like that Step Brothers. Like you fucking have like a quote unquote raunchy comedy in the mid 2000s. That's
1: true.
2: That
3: shit's gonna fucking light. The box office on fire. What June?
2: What two thousand four, Matt?
0: Eighteen.
2: Okay. Harry Harry Potter was June
4: fourth.
0: Yeah, that's why I kept okay. saying I, wanted, Claire, I, wanted, I,
4: June, I want to. I year. want to make it
0: clear. I was like the day that it came out. I know yeah, Harry yeah. Potter, of course, was number one when it came out and everything. So right, right. yes. Right.
3: Yeah, I don't know why you were released The Terminal in the summer. Like, I get that it's Spielberg, but. That feels like a, Winter. a yeah, a wintry movie. That feels like we want an award movie, you know. Right. Is
2: that why we were hoping it was a Hanukkah movie?
3: Yeah, like I, 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 I haven't seen it in over ten years. So I was like, oh yeah, I feel like there's some. It feels like hol- uh, It feels like a holiday, right?
1: Looking back. To- Watching it the second time, do you feel that way?
3: Looking <laughs> back at the things I've done. Oh, yeah. I appreciate that yeah. reference. Yeah, I I, I got us in this boat, okay, guys. All right, appreciate it. Mm. All, All right. right,
0: it's a fine movie.
1: It is a good movie.
0: Thank you so much, Rachel and Stephanie, for being on. Do you guys have anything to plug?
1: Uh, Letterbox. <laughs> um, you can follow me at. Rach elephant.
2: Still as anti social on social media as I was last time. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm good. You
3: don't, you, you don't want to hype up um, um, eating Chinese food on Christmas?
2: I mean, you know, there are some really good, authentic Chinese places that are open on Christmas. Go for talk, it.
3: Talk to your girl. Talk to your girl. <sighs>
2: i mean i spent christmas with rachel before multiple times
1: <laughs>
0: movies are were. good
1: <laughs> yeah the movies go to the movies
0: yeah all right thank you so much for listening please rate like and review our podcast on your platform of choice if you have any feedback please email us at talkpod at gmail.com follow us on youtube x me, twitter instagram tiktok threads yes it's a thing we have it. We don't use it, and we used to talk pod. Follow me, Mr. King, or follow me on Letterbox at Mr. King King0257. Follow chat at B O W one two one three. Come back next week for the Natalie Portman, Julia, and more Netflix original, May December.
3: But um, yeah. So thanks so much for listening, and now you know what we used to talk about at work.